0: All right, welcome into our CFP coverage. I'm Rachel Barbeau, your college football playoff insider, and here with the Rachel Lindsay. How are you, my dear? I'm
1: great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here talking to another Rachel. I know. I always know I'm in good company when I'm talking to a Rachel. I know, right?
0: So I want to know you've been a hit here, I've seen you at everything. How, I know you're a football fan, we'll get into that later, but how did you get involved with the college football playoff?
1: Yeah, I feel like it is it is the million dollar question because yeah. they're like, what's that bachelorette <laughs> doing there? Well, the College Football Playoff Foundation, yes. well, and just College Football Playoff, there, mm-hmm. they're headquartered in Dallas. Okay. And so I was introduced to the executive director, Britton Banowski, through some mutual friends. Love him. And isn't he great? Yes. And for me, it was like, the, the perfect storm, mm-hmm. because it's sports and it's education mm-hmm. fused together. I mm-hmm. used to be a substitute teacher before I went to law school. Okay. My mom left her corporate job and was a teacher for over 20 wow. years. She's retired now. And then you bring in the sports aspect, which you all know I'm a sports fanatic. And I thought, this is amazing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I did, never taught. never officially taught. I was a substitute teacher, but I always was involved in education. I was mentoring students. I was tutoring students through my church. And so this was a way for me to give back again Mm -hmm. and use my platform as the bachelorette to bring awareness to the teaching profession and to teachers and to students and just education in general. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm here and I'm involved with um, the college football playoffs.
0: You know, you just said something that I thought was fantastic is, you know, a lot of people go on television and they find love or whatever they go on television for and they don't use their platform and and that's kind of my at my core who I am you took something a beautiful opportunity to go on television and you said hey I'm not just gonna use it for my own purpose I'm gonna use it to affect teachers and students and people all over the country that's that's fantastic
1: absolutely thank you I mean for me it was important to know who I am and what I want to do when I said yes to being on The Bachelor, and okay. then the, especially The Bachelorette. The Bachelor was more kind of fun, but stepping into that lead role as The Bachelorette and then being the first African-American lead yes. for that franchise, I knew that it was bigger than me and mm-hmm. I really had to be careful in how I was going to use my platform. Yeah. And then that's just me, again, knowing who you are. Mm-hmm. I was always big on community service before the show, yes. so why let that stop after the show? Yeah,
0: that's amazing. So. This, is this the first year you've been involved, or is, is – talk to me about how long you've been involved with them.
1: Sure. So last year okay. – this is my second year. Second year. Last okay. year I was involved when we were in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I did some work for Extra Yard for Teachers. I actually – before college football playoff, we were working with the schools because the focus was literacy mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Yes. And we went to a school. We had a classroom makeover in Atlanta. It was such a beautiful thing, and we announced it all at the press conference. And working with the kids and the teachers and the principals Woo. at that school – It it was an amazing experience. And so now we're here in the Bay Area doing the same thing, but we actually have a different campaign because Mm -hmm. of what's happened in the Bay Area, specifically Mm -hmm. in Butte County, with the teachers being displaced and the students because Mm -hmm. 14 schools burned down. So we have a specific campaign that started December 31st. It's going through January 7th, and you can text to give. Okay. And the text, you text the word teacher, to the number two zero two two two, but you can continue to donate by going to the College Football Playoff Foundation website, which okay. is www.cfp-foundation.org.
0: That's so amazing. A couple of years ago in Tampa, I got a chance to speak to the teachers, uh, the, the CFP Extra Yard for Teachers, and there were probably it was like a thousand or five hundred the most deserving teachers from across the country, and boy you talk about an audience i mean it was absolutely amazing to be on that side of it see the love that the cfp shows the teachers and what i found fantastic yesterday at media days which you were there and you were a big hit is you i asked a lot of the players about their teachers and watched them absolutely light up when it came to who they were and why they were there one of them, one of the players said he was flying his teacher out he was making sure that she got here and got a ticket. And he was like, I wouldn't be who I am without her today. And I just thought it was fantastic.
1: No, it's so amazing. And, and the foundation has this campaign called it only takes one. Mm. And so I was going around media day as well asking, you know, we have this campaign. It's it only takes one. Do you believe that it takes one teacher to make a difference in your life? Mm. And, and like you said, they would light up and they're like, oh, yeah, this and you know, this, they did this for me. And I still keep in contact with this or Dabo Sweeney was like, I had the same teacher from kindergarten all the way through twelfth grade, and, you know. And he's like, I was texting my fifth grade teacher the other day. So yeah. it's amazing what teachers can do for you. And we just, we just, the foundation just wants to take the time yes. to appreciate and celebrate teachers. And we do so much of that this weekend. We've got fifty teachers here from every single state, and they are so happy. And I think the craziest thing I was talking to the teacher of the year and I'm asking her how it feels to be a part of this weekend and this experience mm-hmm. and all she can talk about are students yes. I said and that's yes. why you're the teacher of the year <laughs> I mean I'm trying to talk about you yeah. and you just want to bring it back to the students and it's yeah. such a beautiful thing I mean it's it's you can work with a better group I keep calling mm-hmm. them my posse my posse this weekend mm-hmm. are 50 teachers from all across the, the, the nation
0: all right so you're an attorney mm-hmm. You are here representing uh, teachers, you do a football show, you do so much. Who was that teacher for you that lit up your life, that, that recognized and said it only takes one? Who was that for you and what did they do?
1: For me, it was a teacher named Mrs. Hewlett. Didn't meet her until the 10th grade. I went to a small school my entire life, okay. K through 12th, First Baptist Academy, and it was great but it was very small minded in how they think. And I always used to say, we were in such a bubble. Well then here comes Miss Hewlett from Australia, never seen anything like her. It was like the rules didn't apply to her. And I'm a middle child. So it's like, you know, and I totally suffer from it all the time. And I, I try to use it to my advantage with my family. And I say, you know, like I always felt like sometimes I didn't fit in or sometimes I was different. And now I'm looking at this teacher who embraces being different. And she just taught us, she was my AP history and AP English teacher. I feel like I just like patted myself on the back for those (laughs) AP classes, but she was just, you know, herself and and not afraid to be herself and not afraid to think outside of the box. And that's how she taught her class. And I just gravitated to that. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time that I was looking up to someone who was telling me it's okay to be different Mm -hmm. and to embrace that. And I feel like it set me on the path to where I wanted to be and and where I am now. Mm
0: From one trailblazer to another, right, from somebody who's different, who took the path less traveled, who who did all of those things, I love all the different things you're doing, right? I love, as I mentioned, you're educated, you're giving back, you're using your platform for more, you love football, you're doing this show on, on ESPN, it, it's so amazing. What would you say to all the little girls out there? that need that direction or need that umph and maybe they hear you today or maybe their teacher hears you today or their mama or their daddy and says hey listen to this yes I, I
1: love that you just asked me that
0: question yeah. because when people say
1: how did you end up on the bachelorette okay well first the bachelorette I'm like okay well that was for fun," but saying yes to the bachelorette I actually said no and my mom was like oh God, Rachel, please don't do that show, they'll crucify you. You know, my parents didn't want me to do it, but I kept telling her as I reflected, I thought, this is bigger than me. Mm. You know, not just to be the first African-American lead, yes. but how I can impact young girls. Like, a young girl can look up and say, I want to I do that, or mm. I want to, and, and not be the bachelorette, just be a strong woman in yes. today's environment to know who you are, know what you want, and know where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I would just tell young girls, you know, don't be afraid to be yourself. You know, find your Mrs. Hewlett. Find that person who, you know, encourage you, encourages you to embrace who you are. And I'd say, you know, if we live in such a world where we're on social media and it's it's Instagram, and you're trying to be this picture perfect person and trying to be somebody you're not, what people want to see is for you to be yourself. You know, and you and you have to work hard. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to ignore that hard work for sure but also embrace you and what's different about you, yes. and that will shine so much. So I would just tell young girls, like, know who you are, know what you want, and work hard to go get it, but have fun along the way too. Believe yeah. me, I have fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've seen you all weekend long, you have fun. And you know, I, I tell these kids when I speak to kids, I'm like, why are you dying to fit in when you were born to stand out? I'm like this th- we are in a world of comparison with with social media as you mentioned and my gosh there's only one of you in the world and the world needs you. Yeah.
1: I call it the Cardi B effect. Okay. Because spit it girl. <laughs> because you know you look at you look at Kim Kardashian, nothing to her, the Kardashians in general, and they're picture perfect, and everything they do is so Mm fine-tuned, and you're aspiring to be something that that you're just not going to be. I mean, they're even fine-tuned to be the way that they are, and nothing against them. They've built this successful empire, Mm -hmm. but I I call it the Cardi B effect because she is unapologetically herself. Mm. She is not afraid to say what she wants, what's on Mm -hmm. her mind, embrace her past, and how it led to get to where she is today, and people love her for it because she's relatable. You know, everyone's story is different. Everyone didn't come from money. Everyone didn't grow up as the most beautiful person in the world. But what Cardi has done so well is just embrace her flaws and all. Mm-hmm. Like Beyonce has a song about it, but we're like, Beyonce, you don't yeah. have any flaws. You're Beyonce. <laughs> Cardi B has uh, talks about it. She embraces it. You know, People bring up things from her past. And she's like, yes, yes. I did that. And this is where I am now. Yes. And it made me who I am. And I, I think that. that's what we need more of. I love that.
0: How did you start a football show sister come on now
1: (laughs) (laughs) well I I know again people are like what does that bachelorette know about football so here's the thing this is what I mean about hard work and believing in yourself and not giving up on it Uh Uh people think I got things because I was the bachelorette definitely had a platform because Mm -hmm. I was the bachelorette so about a month after I finished the show I went to ESPN I met with everybody I interviewed they're like we like you but you don't relate to a football audience they don't know you. They mm-hmm. don't connect you to sports. You know, mm-hmm. sports is a different world. It's not mm-hmm. entertainment. Mm-hmm. And they told me no. So I picked myself up, and I said, mm-hmm. okay, you told me no. I'm going to fight for this. And mm-hmm. so little by little, I started building things. I started doing sideline reporting for, for Facebook. I guessed on um, First Take. Mm-hmm. Just like like for, I was there for three minutes, yeah, but yeah. I was like, I'm going to let these three <laughs> minutes be the best three minutes ever. And then I started embracing the entertainment mm-hmm. side, and I started entertainment side. And I started doing stuff on Steve Harvey and Access and, you know, I just kept networking, putting mm-hmm. myself out there and, and building my craft and using social media as mm-hmm. a platform since, <laughs> since I have that as well until I got a guess. I kept knocking on doors yes. until I got a guess. But people need to no, know it didn't come easy for me. I love that. ESPN said no. And then finally, after proving myself to working hard, after talking to people, right. annoying people, mm-hmm. you know, and letting them know who I am, finally they said, hey, do you want to do a radio show? I never do, I've never done radio. Yeah. I, I'm more TV. But I said yes, and I will make the most of this opportunity. And I'm going to be honest, Rachel, my first episode, I sucked. <laughs> I said, they're going to fire me. I'm never. Gonna, I'm, they're never going to put me on again. <laughs> But then, and I remember I was so defeated. But then I talked to people, picked yeah. myself up, and I said, no, just work at it, work at it. Nobody's great the first yeah. time. <laughs> you know, you, you have nowhere to go but yes. up from here. My yes. gosh, I had nowhere to go. And now I love it. I'm still learning every day. Mm-hmm. I accept constructive criticism. Yes. I accept that's that big. I'm not the best. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I just want to learn. I just want to keep growing and learning. But anyways, that's the long version of it. how I got to football. It wasn't an easy path for me.
0: Well, listen, I'm going to go ahead and nominate myself. I would like to come on your show as a guest and we'll talk football. Uh, And I would like to have you on my show on Sirius. So we would uh, let's just go ahead and make that happen. Um, I have to ask you, I cannot let you get away. People are, oh, my gosh, the, the Bachelorette fans, the Bachelor Nation, they're like, how is your love life? What's going on? What's the latest? You're glowing. So it seems like something's good is afoot.
1: Yeah, Brian is actually here. He's here. He's been around a little bit, but he's also been working. He's sleeping right now. But uh, we're great. You know, we're 2019, I feel like, is our year. My, my future mother-in-law um, had us sit down at the table and express our New Year's resolutions. So I said that I want to get married. That, that scored me some points. I said I, I want to have a child. That scored me some points as well. No, she's, she's a typical <laughs> Latin mother, you know, yes, so she, I get it. she loved it. She loved it. But no, seriously, I really feel like I want to do some things and I am going to scale back because okay. I do feel like I'm doing too much too. and I want to put more into my personal life. That's really been my new year's thing. And that means into Brian mm-hmm. and everyone asked us before, are we having a TV wedding? Mm-hmm. We are not. Okay. So now that I've come to that realization, okay. I have to plan it myself. <laughs> So I have to get serious about it. So that's when people are like, what's taking so long? Yeah. Well, I thought we were going to have a TV wedding and it was going to be done for me. Yeah. Now I have to do things the regular way. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to plan a wedding this year. It'll okay. definitely happen in 2019. Okay.
0: Tell the listeners a secret about The Bachelor or Bachelorette that maybe they don't know. There's something juicy that they could take away from this that they just didn't know from watching it on television?
1: Okay, I'll tell you this. Okay. The Bachelor mansion is nasty. <laughs> I hate the Bachelor Mansion. Now, where we sleep, fine. Yeah. Where our bathrooms are, fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's just cold and dirty and impersonal. And I just, I, like, when I was on The Bachelor, I couldn't wait to get out of there. When I was yeah. The Bachelorette, I don't live there. Yeah. But every time I walked in, I was just like, ugh, mm. this place. Yeah. You know, it looks so glamorous on TV, mm-hmm. but I don't like it.
0: Well, here's what I want everybody to know that's listening to this podcast. You are as relatable in person are as charming, warm, and real in person as you come across on TV. I think everybody uh, fell in love with you, quite honestly, for just because you are who you are and you wear your personality in your sleeve and your emotions on your sleeve. And so I think probably that re- relatability was that everybody felt like they were your best friend at home.
1: Thank that, You yeah. know, that's the biggest compliment I can get mm-hmm. because you never know how you're going to be portrayed. Mm-hmm. You're seeing a week's worth of filming crammed into two hours so you have no idea how much you miss you have no right. idea right? <laughs> but but I my biggest thing was that I wanted people to get me I wanted mm-hmm. you to understand me and say you know what I feel like I know her so that's the biggest compliment yeah. I can get so thank you because I really tried to be me and it was and I even fought with producers a bit mm-hmm. so maybe there's another secret because I was it was very important that I was myself Good. and that was coming out yeah
0: last question are where will you be will you football roll during the game I mean what will you be doing on the big game at the big game on Saturday um, Saturday night Monday night what am I talking about yeah. days are running I together <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're used we're used to Sundays I get it I will be a fan I will be wa- there to watch I'm not rooting on any team okay. in particular because okay. my Texas Longhorns didn't make it this but year. you're back yeah but we're back <laughs> hashtag we're back. But I will be a fan. I'll be rooting on both teams. I just want to see a good football game. I was there last year. It was an amazing game. Came down to the last seconds. I want to see the same thing again. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right. She's Rachel Lindsay. I'm Rachel Barbeau, your college football playoff insider. We'll be back really soon with more great content.